0: Hello, I'm Dave Peach, and this is the Crawfordsville Peach Cast, sponsored by Tri-County Bank, your community bank since 1892. See them in person or at TriCountyBank.net. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 1892 is a pretty big year. The Pledge of Allegiance is first recited, Coca-Cola is founded, and James Naismith publishes the rules of basketball. Oh, and Tri-County Bank opened its stores. This is Chuck Dixon, President and CEO. For 130 years, Tri-County Bank has served our great community, and we have plans to do so for at least 130 more. We do more than offer great banking products. You'll see us at the county fairs, the school functions, and community events. Why? Because that's what community banks do. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Crawfordsville Peach Cast. I'm Dave Peach. We are sponsored by Tri County Bank, your community bank since 1892, and also Central Indiana Rubber Products. Our guest this week, a good friend from years past, Tom Rust, host of Face to Face. He was the Indiana Sportscaster of the Year in 2003, Hall of Famer, the ISSA in 2000, or 2013. We will say, Tom. It's great to have you on the air or at, on the podcast with us here today. Oh, it's great to
1: talk to you. We've got uh, we've got a lot of memories going back, you and me.
0: Oh man, uh, back in uh, Columbus, Indiana, and of course, uh, I was a guest on Face to Face. It was one of the highlights of my career.
1: Yes, I, I uh, remember when we uh, did that show, and I really appreciated your comments on that, and uh, we had a good chance to talk about sports and talk about uh, Christian faith, which is really what Face to Face is all about. In
0: 1991, you launched Face to Face. It's a Christian-based sports interview show, and and I, I kind of say that you were the original podcaster back in 1991. How did the show come about, and a little bit about your faith and how you kind of you know, combined your Christian faith with a show that spotlights uh, coaches and athletes?
1: Well, it's really quite a story. Um, I was working on my master's degree at Moody Bible Institute, and I'd always been involved. I'd always been fascinated by Christian athletes. Going back to my childhood, I always was looking for guys who had a Christian faith, grew up in a Christian home. And um, I had worked for a number of years for Youth for Christ, I was working on my master's degree at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, and a friend of mine who uh, was working at Moody, we were going to the uh, All-Star Game at Wrigley Field uh, in 1990 and um, couldn't get in. So went back, uh, it was just down the street from Moody Bible in Chicago. So I went back, and he said, I do have tickets for the first game of the second half of the season when they play the Dodgers. So we went to that and uh, we sat out in left field where the crazies are at Wrigley Field. And uh, ironically, I had been the chaplain back in the seventies for Michigan state football. And one of the guys that was playing for Michigan state at that time was Kirk Gibson. who at this particular time when they were playing the Dodgers, this game we went to, he was the left fielder for the Dodgers against the Cubs. And, we started to talk about my relationship with Kirk Gibson and uh, Kirk, I'm not sure was, was a believer, but we did have a a good relationship. He and I had a good relationship when I was at Michigan state. And, um, it was just like, uh, God sent a message to myself and my friend. We started talking about what would happen. Well, we, we talked about the disconnect between players who have a faith and, and, uh, And uh, the fact that many of them are not great speakers, but somebody should interview them. And I said, it's almost like Kirk and I, Kirk's out there not too far away from me. If he knew I was here, he'd probably come and talk to me, but he's out there and I'm up here. And uh, out of that came a, a, just a feeling that I could do this. I could go back and I could find Christian athletes and I could start to do these interviews And, uh, so I came back, I didn't even have a, I didn't have a station. I wasn't even, (laughs) I wasn't even working with anybody at the time, but I went and saw Keith rising and, uh, who was the owner of the, uh, station in Columbus, uh, WRZQ at the time. And I went up there and I just told him, I said, uh, I kind of got this idea. I'd like to do an interview with Christian athletes. And, uh, he kind of said, well, honestly, I'm looking for somebody, and I'm also looking for somebody to do play-by-play of high school basketball and football. So I'll make a trade. I'll let you do your show if you'll do high school football and basketball. So that's how I got started. And um, my first guest was Steve Alford. I kind of looked around, and I thought, who's who can I get? Who can I get that, that we might want to interview? And it turned out to be Steve Alford, who at the time was coaching in Manchester. Now, of course, Steve's been around. He was an a... Um, all-star, I think he was Mr. Basketball in Indiana, played for Indiana University, went on to, uh, in later years, went on to coach at the uh, University of Iowa, University of New Mexico, and now he's at the University of Nevada. But uh, anyway, that's how it got started. Kind of a rough start. Uh, didn't know much about the uh, how to do a, a, a broadcast. I didn't even know that you could take an interview. I didn't even know you could take a mic cord and plug it into a recorder. <laughs> That's how raw I was, and somehow God directed along the way, and uh, at the end, uh, which is uh, where we kind of did not, I have not been doing interviews in the last couple of years because of COVID, but uh, since that start in 1991, uh, I've done over uh, 500 interviews and about 1,300 shows, so it's been very successful, that's how we kind of got started.
0: Well, give us some names. I know that you have interviewed uh, some big names in sports.
1: Well, some different people. Of course, Steve Alford turned out to be a pretty big name. And yeah. a lot of times I'll get people on the show who have uh, are in the midst of their careers and who you may not know, but some who uh, have been on. Uh, I did an interview with Bart Starr down in Birmingham, Alabama. By the way, I decided that I would go in person and meet and do all the interviews in person. So I did all of them in person. And uh, over the years and uh, Bart Starr, Green Bay Packers, Hall of Famer, uh, Clark Kellogg, who uh, is um, been a part of the uh, NCAA tournament, has been on the show um, uh, a couple of times. Um, just a number of Matt Herges, who was, was just last year was the pitching coach for the Arizona Diamondbacks, has been a, uh, a longtime friend. Um, other guys as they've as they've come along a number of Cincinnati Reds have been on the show uh, players from uh, from other major league teams I've done a lot with baseball, but I've also done some things with the the NFL and some other different uh different teams so it's been' uh, been quite a number of athletes, but a lot of the athletes that I've had are not necessarily huge names but they might be people who made the majors for instance or played in the nfl or did something like that but i i have always appreciated their strong christian faith so that's kind of where my focus has been um in uh, doing face to face
0: Uh, i want to ask a question as a, a budding podcaster at age 61 tom how did how did you go about getting the skill to get these guests on the air because it's not as easy as it looks or sounds
1: I've got two people that have helped me out. One is a is a, uh, a producer, and one is somebody who manages my website. And by the way, you can still see it at face-to-face-radio.com. That's our um, that's where our website is. Our face-to-face, and we've got all these various shows that are archived. So what I do is I take the the raw interview, and I've got a um, in my uh, as you would know in the business an Adobe Acrobat. <laughs> which is uh, an editing, and I take the uh, interview and place it on that, get it into a form that uh, that I can get on the web, and then I send it off to a producer who's been a longtime friend of mine, and he puts a little music behind it and kind of gets it ready, and then he sends it off and gives it to our web guy, and our web guy puts it on the air. So I really don't know the, the technical way uh, that you put it, the podcast up. I know that how you upload it and that kind of thing. But, uh, I think the main thing is, uh, is, uh, just being able to get the interview, get it on tape and get it on, uh, get it on the, uh, get it on the web or get it on a, a, a uh, situa- in, in a situation in a digital type situation to where it, it's airable. And you can do that. I'm sure because you've done so many times in a number of different ways, just like you would any other interview, and once you have the, the one thing that I have always done is talk about the uh, player and what the player has accomplished and then get them to bring out their Christian faith. And I think that's where the interview part is so essential. Cause I've heard people say, well, let's get so-and-so and let's get, let's get them to come in and, and uh, for instance, like an Albert Pujols, let's get Albert to come in and, and uh, speak to our group. Well, uh, I've met Albert, but, uh, He's not one that's a a great speaker, but if you interview him, you can really bring out the Christian faith.
0: And uh, I'm also curious about how you go about uh, getting the relationships with the players and the coaches, and how does that come about as far as scheduling these these interviews?
1: That's been really interesting, because I think that's where God has really come in. Uh, I have um, just had a number of interviews just literally fall into my lap. In fact, we had one this summer, and I won't go into the entire story, but— my wife teaches with a guy who uh, they were having a conversation, and she told him that I was doing these interviews with Christian athletes, and he said, well, uh, my cousin is a Christian, or my cousin is an athlete. He's a pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. And, and Bev said, really? And, uh, and uh, she said, well, Tom does these interviews with these Christian athletes. And they said, well, he's a Christian. And uh, so um, long story short, I got his number, uh, gave him a call, told him who I was, told him what I wanted to do, and uh, when the, when the Rays came into Cincinnati, I said I'd like to uh, just sit down with you and do this interview. And he said, "Sure." So uh, I have a pretty good relationship with the Reds. Uh, they are aware of my work. I got a credential, went over. Uh, we sat in the dugout about three hours before the game, did the interview, and and uh, it's uh, it's up. His his name is uh, Jay Adam. Hey Adam, he's actually one of the better relief pitchers this year for Tampa Bay. So I've had a number of them like that. I've also had players, after I do the interview, the, a player will say to me, say, hey, do you know so-and-so? And uh, I say, uh, yeah, I've heard of him, or I know who he is, or I, I can find out. And they say, well, we'll tell him that he needs to be on the show. And then all i got to do is, is to get a credential. And um if you if you if you have a legitimate work, which face to face I'm certainly I feel certainly is, then uh, the credentials the the uh, teams will give you credentials, or sometimes you just end up doing wherever they want to do it. I actually, Josh Bard was a guy that was a catcher for a long time. He's now actually a, a bench coach for the New York Yankees. Spring training one year, I wanted to do an interview with him. He was running late, and he said, uh, "Come on over to my apartment." <laughs> So I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "I'll be out of here at like six o'clock, and come on over." So I went over to his apartment, and uh, it's just amazing. These guys, and and there's been a number of, of lady interviews too. These guys, when they uh, men and women, when they when they see they have the opportunity to share their faith, they they kind of jump at the chance.
0: Now you started in '91. Uh, last From check.
1: in '91. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Last check. Uh, you know. this. It's, so you've been doing this for 30 years. How have the athletes changed in the past 30 years, and maybe what are some new challenges that they face today that they didn't even in 91?
1: Um, I think the interview process has changed a little bit in 91 because there's more restrictions. I, when I started out, it, it wasn't um, near as uh, – you didn't have to go through so many hoops to get an interview. In fact, a couple of times – there were uh, times where, if I was running late or something like that, I just I just call the uh, clubhouse and say, "Is so and so there? Can I talk to him? I'm going to run a little late." Well, I don't think you can. I don't think I can do that today. There's just so many restrictions as to who's coming in and who you are and that kind of thing. I think that, uh, in many ways, it's become a little easier to do the interview because I think there was a time back in the. Uh, 60s, 70s. Of course, this was before I was doing this, but there was a time when to be a Christian athlete was kind of a um, kind of a bad mark. I mean, players would say, "Well, he's not as strong, or he doesn't. He's not quite as as good, and his testimony is going to get in the way. He's kind of soft." Uh, there's so many Christian athletes out there now. One thing that I have seen over the years, I was kind of fortunate to be in the front of this, but now there's just a ton. Of Christian athletes, and a lot of that has come about because of baseball chapel, or has come about because of the uh, <clears throat> the chaplains in the NFL. One of the guys who's a really good friend of mine is a guy named Devon McDonald, who used to play for the Colts. He's now in charge uh, with Athletes in Action, which is a, a Christian uh, Christian group, Christian sports group out of uh, what used to be called Campus Crusade. Now it's Crew. Uh, he's in charge uh, of setting up the the chaplains, and uh, I think there's a I think there's a lot more Christian athletes willing to step to the forefront now. So in in that part, it's been made a little easier. And of course, again, I think the world has changed. I think um, I think there are players out there who uh, are looking to find strength, and uh, they're trying to find it uh, through their faith and trying to make sure that their families are taken care of and so on. Another thing that has really changed in sports, of course, is the money. There's just uh, obscene amounts of money many times being floated around out there for for guys to play a, a game. And so that's changed things a little bit too. But um, it's it's pretty much still pretty much as it's been in 1991, I think, as far as, as being able to uh, to reach athletes.
0: Any thoughts on you know, now we have so much emphasis on gambling as far as sports goes, uh, including the college games. So what are your, what's your thought on that?
1: I thought that might be something that would change things, but I haven't ran into that a whole lot. Um, I, um, I think it has given a different emphasis, uh, to the way the fan looks at the game. Um, Fantasy leagues now are everywhere, and fantasy leagues involving big money. And of course, another thing on fantasy leagues: it used to be when you were doing fantasy auctions, and I did a number of them for many, many years. That um, where it was just a time to get together and have some fun with some guys. But now there's big money involved. Not just big money, but you also do it uh, according to uh, you. You also do it through the internet league with a guy not just across the country somewhere around the world and uh, the internet has changed a lot of of the the gambling world and has changed a lot of that so so that's uh, that's been an interesting part I I think it's funny that ironic that that there's all this gambling going on and of course Pete Rose who is uh, been banned from uh, baseball because of what he did uh, betting on his own team back
0: Similar to uh, going even further back, Paul Hornig uh, with the uh, Green Bay Packers.
1: Right, right. That was back when he just didn't dare even talk about gambling. And now, of course, uh, players themselves have their own fantasy leagues. I find that kind of ironic, but uh, I know it to be true. I don't know how open it is with the teams, but I know that there are players that uh, put together their own fantasy leagues, not necessarily in a gambling sense, but The fantasy leagues have really uh, changed things in a lot of ways. By the way, uh, one of the guys that I have not had a chance to interview, but who we did a story on, it's on our website, is Aaron Judge, who uh, I've just read even in the last few days about how he's going to probably break the home run record. And uh, he is a uh, pretty solid Christian guy, and they were talking about how back in the day when Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, um they've got asterisks next to their name because of using PEDs. Uh, there's a lot of um media attention coming out about Aaron Judge who everybody says is clean and is doing this because of his uh, tremendous power, but so we also in face to face even if we can't interview guys, we we try to get the stories out about uh, players who are out there who are Christian players.
0: And, Tom, talk about your faith, uh, your story, your witness, and I know you've been a pastor in the in the past, and certainly uh, uh, you have been a strong Christian, and uh, I think it's great that you give the athletes a voice because many times, and I don't want to pick on media, uh, that part is not included as far as the, the broadcasting goes. Well,
1: that's exactly right, and I think that's really been the motivation behind... Starting face to face was the idea. Again, the disconnect between the players and the media. Um, I knew a guy who played for the uh, New York Mets, and uh, met him in Cincinnati. He was a second baseman. Uh, the name escapes me right now. Uh, Danny, I forget his last name. I won't try to go there. But he told me that he was playing. He was playing in New York. He said, "I don't want to talk about God. I want to talk about Jesus." And he said, "When I mentioned Jesus to the New York media, it was like throwing snakes on the table." He said, "Guys just backed away. They don't, they don't want to talk about that." And uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it, we want to give that. We want to give be a media outlet to give the voice to the Christian athlete to have him in his own words. And it's always exciting for me when I can get an athlete and I can ask the question, "How did Jesus Christ come into your life?" And they tell me. And uh, they just explain and become very personal for myself. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home. My dad died when I was two years old. I was raised by my mom and my grandparents. I have a sister. And uh, sports has just always been something that I loved, but I was never any good at. And I always uh, loved the announcers. I loved the guys growing up like uh, Mel Allen and, uh, of the Yankees and Ernie Harwell. And by the way, I got to know Ernie Harwell pretty well and uh, of the Detroit Tigers, uh, Wade Hoyt, Cincinnati Reds. I always just loved these guys. And uh, I didn't realize that I think God was preparing me to uh, be, uh, of course, not in their class, but in their, in their mold. And uh, when I was in high school, I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior when I was a freshman in high school and uh went to Fort Wayne Bible College, got my degree there and tried to play sports in a number of places tried to play sports um uh, in high school uh had the opportunity to play for Fort Wayne Bible College but never was a great athlete but God opened so many doors. I went to Michigan State, I went to East Lansing to work for Youth for Christ and while I was in East Lansing working for Youth for Christ working in high schools basically um uh, God opened some doors to Michigan State. And at Michigan State, that's where this uh, this desire to, uh, to talk about athletes and their faith came about.
0: Tom, you've been a sportscaster for many decades. Uh, I've been doing uh, public address at Butler for going on 40 years. We know people that have been at this for 50 years. What keeps people doing this decade after decade?
1: I think you get into a place for me. I think you get into a place where you're pretty comfortable. You get into a place to where you're feeling like you're you're providing something, and you're you're pretty much in control. I was on TV for a while with uh, Tom Gross. You remember those days? Oh yeah. Back with uh, Cardinal and Cox Communication and that kind of thing, and then uh, nineteen about the same time that, uh, that I was starting Face to Face, I actually um, went. To radio full time, and Keith Rising's been a tremendous help to me. The owner at the Rising Radio in Columbus. Um, when I get behind the mic, I feel confident, and I feel like it's uh, something that's going to have a beginning and an end. You know, you you're going to go on the air, you're going to do pretty much the same thing, and it, and uh, and uh, you're going to be feeling like you're confident in what you're doing. The other thing is, and I'm this is where the ministry of face to face has kind of evolved because I'm the chaplain for a number of high school teams, and it gives me an opportunity to share my faith and to uh, hear the faith of young Christian athletes and to share faith with young athletes who may not uh, know much about Jesus Christ. In fact, uh, we have voluntary chapel services. I'm the chaplain for uh, out in Decatur County, South Decatur High School, chaplain for their football and basketball teams, and I'm the chaplain also for Columbus North football, Columbus North basketball, um, Columbus North girls basketball. And a lot of times we have these voluntary chapel services, and we bring in different speakers or I speak. And sometimes that's the only place where these kids hear about Jesus Christ. So um, I think that's what keeps me going and keeps me motivated at this particular point. In My life, and by the way, I want to take this opportunity to congratulate you on the fantastic job that you have did that you have
0: done at Butler Tom, I know you ask the athletes you ask me a Bible verse that means something special to the individual I'll ask you what uh, Bible verse uh, comes to mind at this point in uh, in our conversation
1: Well, I think the Bible verse that means a lot to me is the one that we started out with with face to face and um I think that's the one that's that's very important. Uh, in fact uh, I I I want to read it to you so I get it right but it's 1 Corinthians 13:12 and it says now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror then we shall see face to face. That's actually where I um uh, where I got this this verse and uh that's how that was kind of the where we got the name for face to face and it said now I know in part then I shall know Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And uh, to me, that encompasses what face-to-face is all about, in that we're taking a player that the average fan would look at and say, I know him, I know his numbers, I know his average, I know this. But we are expanding on that, and here's the part of the player that you really don't know about his Christian faith, about his family, about his upbringing, and then, of course, the... uh, the uh, same thing goes with uh, about Jesus in that Christ knows about us and there's going to be a time when we shall see him face to face so it's been kind of a play on words there that we've used um, and another verse that I've had which has been kind of my life verse, is John ten ten. Uh I came that you might have life and that uh, you might have it more abundantly and certainly uh, my life I give all the glory to God. My life has been far above what I ever expected when I was growing up in Lima, Ohio. I would,
0: uh, I would echo that. And, Tom, how do folks stay current with what's going on on Face to Face right now?
1: Well, uh, we've got uh, a newsletter coming out, and uh, it will be on our website. Our, our website is at FaceToFaceRadio.com, just like it sounds, Face FaceToFaceRadio.com. And you can uh, click on that from anywhere, of course. And once you click on that, you can put Listen Now in there. You can see the archived tapes that we have. The the latest newsletter coming out concerns um, the New York Yankees closer, Clay Holmes, who is a uh, guy that I happen to know and did an interview with a number of years ago when he pitched for the Indianapolis Indians, by the way. That's how I got to know him back then. And uh, he's moved on. He's now the the uh, closer. He finishes up the games for the New York Yankees. So if you're watching the World Series and they're probably going to be there, why you can uh, not only hear you not only see the uh, guy on the mound, but you can uh, know about what he's all about through face to face. So again, the uh, website is
0: face uh, to face radio dot com. So that's how they can find it. Tom. It has been great to uh, talk to you. My friend, uh, we go back and it's, uh, it, I, I think we'll do this again sometime on the Crawfordsville, uh, cast. Uh, you can be a, you can be a guest again sometime, right?
1: Uh, anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, I'd be happy to do it. And, uh, I know what always happens is when I'm off the air, I start thinking, why didn't I say that? Or why didn't I remember that? And, uh, so there's a lot of stories involved here and, um, uh, you've been a big part of that. You and I have worked together and, uh, Always great to uh, talk to you, not just as a fellow broadcaster, but as a good friend. And I, uh, I appreciate what you're doing up there. Thank you, Tom. All right. Thanks.
0: That is Tom Rust face-to-face central Indiana rubber products locally owned for over 40 years Central Indiana rubber products is customer focused and offers commercial custom hose gaskets belts seals and o-rings among a variety of other products and services central Indiana rubber products is a dedicated supplier of banjo valve products spill absorbance hoses gaskets and belts central Indiana rubber products 989 West 83 North in Crawfordsville and at Indiana Rubber. We thank Tom Rust for being our guest today on the Crawfordsville Peachcast, and it was great to catch up with him. He's been a great influence on me as far as a broadcaster and as a Christian, which uh, is much more important and uh, just great to uh, talk to Tom and uh, best wishes to him on the season for football and basketball and with the uh, face-to-face. Again, a new episode next Thursday here on the Crawfordsville Peachcast. Cast. <music> Thanks for listening to the Crawfordsville Peach Cast, sponsored by Tri-County Bank, your community bank since 1892. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. I'm Dave Peach. Join us every Thursday for a new episode on Apple or Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and download the Crawfordsville Peach Cast. This podcast was produced and edited by Up There Media and is a presentation of Fork Broadcasting Digital.